0: now open your bibles if you will to um ezra chapter 6 and let me read you what is our text this morning um ezra is in front of psalms so ezra nehemiah esther job Psalms. so go back left and there it is ezra chapter 6 beginning at verse 13 you follow as i read Then according to the word sent by Darius the king, Tatanai, the governor of the province beyond the river, Sheshar Bozanai, and their associates did with all diligence what Darius the king had ordered. And the elders of the Jews built and prospered through the prophesying of Haggai and the prophet of, prophet and Zechariah, the son of Ido. They finished their building by decree of God, of the God of Israel and by decree of Cyrus and Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. And this house was finished on the third day of the month of adar in the sixth year of the reign of darius the king and the people of israel excuse me skip to 19 on the 14th day of the first month the returned exiles kept the passover for the priest and the levites had purified themselves together all of them were clean so they slaughtered the passover lamb for all the returned exiles for their fellow priests and for themselves. It was eaten by the people of Israel who had returned from exile, and also by everyone who had joined them and separated himself from the uncleanness of the peoples of the land to worship the Lord, the God of Israel. And they kept the feast of unleavened bread seven days with joy, for the Lord had made them joyful and had turned the heart of the king of Assyria to them, so that he added so he aided them in the work of the house of god the god of israel the grass withers and the flower fades but the word of our god this word this endures forever guys this is a a portion of jewish history that the people of god don't seem to know a whole lot about and and i think the the reason that they don't know much about it is because because the Bible is not arranged chronologically. Did, did, did you know that? Uh, for example, uh, the events that I just read you came, come or came way after Jeremiah and yet the book of Jeremiah is found after or later in the Old Testament. And so you got things happening in Jeremiah that predated these and these, That it just gets kind of confusing. But do know, I hope you know already, that the Bible is not arranged chronologically. So with that in mind, I want to start with just kind of a little review of Jewish history, at least this portion of Jewish history. I think you know, I think all of you know that um, Jerusalem was destroyed, defeated by her enemies in 586 B.C., the Babylonian army under the, direct, uh, under the leadership of Nebuchadnezzar comes in and wipes the slate clean, uh, destroys Jerusalem, tears down the wall, burns the temple, and drags the, 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 the people within the city walls into what's known as the Babylonian captivity. He takes the, the citizens of Jerusalem and takes them to Babylon as slaves and captives, and there they stay for 70 years. So 70 years later, after the destruction of Jerusalem, a, uh, a new kingdom is uh, now reigning. Babylon has been defeated by the Persians. And the king of Persia is a guy by the name of Cyrus. Cyrus was, um, was first mentioned by Isaiah 150 years before he was born. But uh, Cyrus is now um, the, the ruler. And that's how the book of Ezra starts. Chapter one, verse one is a reference to Cyrus, king of Persia. Well, Cyrus now makes a decree that all of the captives in Babylon or in Persia can return to Jerusalem and rebuild the temple if they choose to do so. They They are granted permission by the king to go back and build. And so thousands of them take up his offer and head back to Jerusalem. So once they get that back to Jerusalem, the first thing that they build, it's found in chapter three, verse two, um, then arose Jeshua, the son of Josedach with his fellow priest and Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel with his kinsmen, and they built the altar of God of Israel. So to offer burnt offerings. The first thing that they build is the altar. Now, you know what an altar is? It's a, it's kind of a a stone um, structure with a grid on the top of it where the dead animals were laid and consumed. They rebuild the altar so that they can resume the the, the offering of animal sacrifices. Now, once that's in place, they begin, and we're told this in chapter three, verse six, uh, we're told that they begin to build the temple they've got the altar they're observing sacrifices and now it's time to rebuild the temple well the, the, the locals the regional folk that were there before them before they got back um, they didn't like that and they didn't want the temple rebuilt and so they make this very sly offer to Israel and say, hey, fellows, we see that y'all got this big building project going. We would like to help you. The Jews see through that and say, Mm-mm, we don't want your help? Well, that really, that makes them real mad. And so they decide, we got to get this thing stopped. So they write a letter to the uh, then king, Cyrus is dead, and the new king is a guy by the name of Artaxerxes. You can find that in chapter four, verse seven. They write a letter to Artaxerxes saying, listen, you gotta get this thing stopped because if you don't get it stopped, these people are gonna rebel and you're not gonna get any more tax money from these these people. So, uh, however, before the letter can be taken to um, Persia, to Artaxerxes, Artaxerxes dies. (laughs) He's gone. And he is replaced by a man by the name of (coughs) Darius. (coughs) Darius is now the king. And so their letter of all these adversaries back there around Jerusalem who don't want this thing, built, the letter comes before Darius. And in chapter six, or as chapter six opens, look, you'll see verse one, then Darius the king made a decree and search was made in Babylonia in the House of the Archives. So the, the enemies arrive in front of Darius and they say, listen, you got to get this stopped. And so Darius very wisely says, okay, here's what we need to do. We need to search the archives and see if any kind of letter was ever written by Cyrus to give them permission to do that. And then there in verse two of chapter six. And in Ectabana, e- the citadel, that is the province of Media, a scroll was found on which was written. <laughs> so they searched the archives, and in Ectabana, you know, you've been there before, uh, in Ectabana, they find the letter, that, the decree that Cyrus had given years earlier. And in that decree that they found in the archives, not only is Israel being given permission to go back and build their temple, but they also discover that Persia is supposed to pay for it. Persia is going to provide all the resources necessary for the Jews to go back and rebuild the temple. So Darius gives the... Instructions. You leave those people alone, and by the way, whatever they need to rebuild that temple, you provide it. So they go back, they get, they resume building, and then in verse fifteen, you were told uh, the the text that we read, chapter six, verse fifteen, um, and in the, uh, and this house was finished on the third day of the month Adar. So the temple is rebuilt. Now verses 16, 17 and 18, which I did not read, they are just verses of organization. That is, they're organizing the Levites and the, all the people that need to, to run the temple once it's opening, opened. So they're putting all these people in place to do all these things for opening day. Guess what happens on opening day? You're told that in verse 19. The nation of exiles, formerly called Israel, observes the Passover with their new altar and their new temple. And verse 19 tells us the first thing they wanted to do was to have the Passover. (laughs) And did you notice, did you notice what it says about the people preparing for the Passover? That they separated themselves from all uncleanness? That they, that they cleansed themselves in preparation for the Passover? And did you notice Earlier, when it mentioned Haggai and Zechariah, the prophets, you've heard of those guys. They have books in the Bible. But at the center of all this goings on is the men who were telling them just what God had said. And so once they get this building finished, their attention turns to the Passover. When Israel got set free from cruel bondage, And did you notice in the last verse, it's verse 22, where it says that they did this for seven days. Seven days they observed the Passover. And then the final thing I want you to see is the the repetition that the people experience joy. Can't you just see them? They're, they were previously exiled, and then all of a sudden, it was decreed that they could go back. And then they started building, and all these people, all these problems arise. And then they get the problem solved, and not only that, they find out that Persia is going to pay for it. And now they've got the whole thing built, and they're 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 observing the sacrament for seven days, and everybody's just having the greatest time, and they're talking to each other, and they're saying, "Do you remember?" Do you remember when Israel Jerusalem was struck down? Do you remember your friends dying and your families being slaughtered? Do you remember that? And you remember how awful things were and how hard they were when we were in captivity in Babylon? But look at us. We're back. And not only are we back. We have the temple. Do you understand? If God has provided everything necessary, He's provided everything that we need. Yes, He has. Yes, He did. Yes, He does. Everything, my brother and sister in Christ, we need, everything that we sinners need to deal with our sin has been provided us, and all of it is on display in the symbolism behind this sacrament the broken body and shed blood of Jesus Christ for the undeserving. Everything that we need, God has provided it. You know, folks, if you're sitting there thinking, well, I I didn't know that my soul had any need, then you're the neediest of all. But may I assure you, That everything that your sin-sick soul needs can be found in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Brother and sister, these people in Ezra 6, they ought not be the only people who are joyful. Let's pray. Our Father, would you remind us that everything that need be provided to restore the relationship between a holy God and a sinful people has been provided in Christ Jesus. It was not made available because we're nice people or righteous in ourselves. It is Christ, Christ in him crucified, the sent one coming to bear the sins of his people and to do so his body was broken and his blood was shed so now lord would you meet us at this table and remind us through this sacrament that this is designed to meet the needs of every sinner we pray of course in jesus name amen